Welcome to Our Jewish Roots. In today's special program, we look at recent developments in the finding of the mysterious red heifer. Could this be prophecy fulfilled before our eyes? Find out. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am David Hart. I'm Kirsten Hart. And I am Jeffrey Seif. Today's program seems to be all about prophecy being fulfilled, maybe before our very eyes. Could very well right be. Now. Okay, this is the Red Heifer program, right? So I, I dressed in red in honor of the title of our program. Yes, but no one's going to call you a heifer. <laughs> How about don't. that? Please no, don't. You got the red down. <laughs> but where does it come from, a program dedicated to a cow? And that's exactly what it is, by the way. And I'll tell you why. Well, okay. the thing is, Christians really, maybe when we took Bible classes years ago, read through the red heifer and we had it, you know, make it through Old Testament history. Yeah. But this is something vitally important in prophecy, to, is to it not? To religious Jews, yes, and evangelicals that have an eschatological lens, a prophecy lens. It's not the kind of stuff that shows up in everyday walk through the Bible courses, but let's open up the book. Numbers in Hebrew, Bamidbar in the wilderness. They're there, and Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses is God's spokesperson. Chapter 19, Adonai, the Lord, spoke to Moses, saying this is the statute of the Torah. It's an important principle. Speak to Bnei Israel, the children of Israel, that they bring a flawless red heifer and bring it to the Kohen, to the priest. It's there in the book. And we got our television cameras. We poked our nose when Eliezer's associates came to Texas. And why? Because they had some red heifers that were spotless. Why is that significant? There's a whole chapter in the Bible on it here in chapter 19. And uh, the, the red heifer is used for dedicatory purposes. Uh, it, it's uh, kind of like a child will have a baby dedication. Well, for religious Jews who one day pray for the temple to be rebuilt, uh, this is the oil that's used for the baby dedication. It's a step in the direction of the fulfillment of prophecy. It's the way religious Jews see it. We see here in the literature, they say, bring the high priest to do so-and-so. Well, the religious uh, that are interested in the priesthood came knocking on Texas doors, and we were there when it was opened up, and when we look at it, goodness gracious, to see that on camera. Uh, these religious Jews are just excited, and there's news crews there, there's others there as they're inspecting these heifers, and they gave them the bona fides, they gave them the legitimate status, and they were thrilled. They, they were thrilled, and to think that there hasn't been a red heifer in over 2,000 years since the destruction of the last temple. Not that they found. You can have a red cow, but there's specifications. You can't find a single non-red hair, and it's got to be spotless. And they inspect them. They groom them. They go over it with a fine-tooth comb, and these came out Kosher, good to go. I think he's kind of passionate about this today. Yes. It's just so interesting. Oh, I got to ramp it up because if I don't give it a good introduction, people won't know what we're talking about. And even with a good introduction, you might not know what we're talking about. But I want you to see, even if you don't get it, you're going to see a number of people that are really enthused.
usually go with all quiet on the set before we do a shoot, but uh, it's hard to get the animals to obey our commands. Ty, you have a 1,400-acre ranch here, correct? Yes, sir. Hundreds ahead of cattle. And you have Jewish scholars from Israel, from Jerusalem, coming to your ranch to look at your cattle, correct? Yes, sir. What's the story behind that? <laughs> well, it, it, it goes back several years ago. My brother had met, met these gentlemen that, uh, that were from Ethiopia. And this Ethiopian Jew talked about this red heifer, and Brian told him, well, my brother raises red heifers, red cattle, red Angus. So uh, time went by, and, and Byron came with some friends and said, can we come out and look at your, at your cattle? Red heifer. Let me uh -huh. interject for a second. I don't, I don't want to talk over you. Para aduma in Hebrew, red heifer. Uh, if you don't know it, this is extremely important to religious Jews. Uh, the discovery of the red heifer, from their perspective, is on the cusp of prophecy, inaugurating a messianic era. It's a big to-do for them, yeah. and this just rolled onto your shores. Now, yeah. go ahead. I don't want to talk too much. Well, no, no. I, 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 love, I love the Early Testament, and so I was familiar with the red heifer from reading Numbers 19, which talks all about what, what's needed to dedicate the temple. And so when they told me this is, this is going to be the 10th the heifer, which will be the final heifer before the Messiah Moshiach returns, I got really excited. You're learning a little Hebrew. You're getting into the game, aren't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've always loved Hebrew people. I feel like I'm grafted in. I'm on one of them. Well, you are now. You're a veterinarian, too. Yes, I so am. So you know one or two things about cattle, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I'm humbled. I'm really humbled, Jeff, to think that this, this was my purpose in life. I was about to say that, that uh, sometimes when we're older in life, I'm, I'm 66, we look back and we see how everything leads up to it. So uh, yeah. from your perspective, here a veterinarian, couple hundred head of cattle, 1,400 acre ranch, and here you are, you have red cattle, and bingo, you hit pay dirt. You're on you're, you're a sense of something special. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Um, back about 1991, I, I rededicated my life to the Lord, and at the time, I, I said, well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to change the herd that I'm doing, I'm, and I'd read about the red heifer. So I said, I'm going to change over, and, and I'm going to start raising red cattle. So it was deliberate, and it was inspired by biblical text. Yeah, by That's the Holy really. Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, he gave me a love for the red cattle. And my dad, too, who, who at the time wasn't a Christian. But dad said, well, you know, okay. He said, let me look around. And, and at the time, the premier herd was in Montana. So dad said, mother and I are going to drive up there and look at those cattle. And when he comes back, he brings back this red Angus bull. And that was the beginning of raising red Angus. So this was intentional. Yes. What a day. As the ranchers gather the red calves for inspection, I couldn't help but wonder if this is indeed prophecy being fulfilled in our very day. 
to help facilitate the rabbis from the Temple Institute in their international search is B'nai Israel, a camaraderie of Christians and Jews working to restore relations with Israel and the Bible. Byron Stinson acts as team leader on this project. What I see happening here, it's all biblical right out of the Bible. This is something that it's been 3,000 years since this happened. Uh, I'm, I, I study the Bible a lot, and what I've seen is that uh, the fathers of our faith are the Jewish fathers in Israel. And in the book of Malachi, it says that the fathers and the children don't come together and care about each other. If there's not unity between us, then the Lord, is, there's going to be a curse upon the land. And so what I see is the when Israel scattered at 680 B.C. all over the earth, then Israel still had a spirit to follow the Lord. And the way that they were able to do that was through the Bible, they were able to find the Torah, they were find the writing of the prophets. And so they found those in churches all over the world. So you see the children of Israel scattered across the earth and they're in churches and their spirit is drawing them back to the land and to this final time when there's unity. Because we know during the time of Solomon that Judah and Israel were separated. So what I see has happened is Judah was returned after the World War II. Judah went back and built up the nation strong, and now they're a strong nation and they're ready to build the temple. But it, God had promised that he would reunite Israel and Judah. So I see it like the two sticks. If you go to Ezekiel 37 at the end of the verse, you'll see that there's two sticks that God holds in one hand. It becomes one stick. And so I believe that the red heifer is an opportunity for us as fathers of the faith, my friend uh, Saki and I, and to be a, a picture of those two sticks. That we've chosen to love each other, to care about each other, and to, uh, to be unified in everything that we're doing together. So I see this red heifer as that. It's also, the rabbis are saying, the red represents the blood. I believe that. I believe that Yeshua is the Messiah. My rabbi friends haven't seen that yet, but what they said, we agree on 90%. So let's just get together on the 90%. Let's love each other. And when Jesus comes or when the Messiah comes, then what we'll do is we'll check his passport. And if he happens to have two stamps, then we'll know that was right. But for right now, let's just love each other. So we're starting here and we're coming unity and we're not gonna be broken apart. We're gonna be friends, we're gonna love each other. And this red heifer is an opportunity, I believe, for us to come together around this red heifer ceremony that's gonna go on. And the world's gonna see this. It, the whole world needs, at this time, we need something like this to unify us. You know, with all of the things that are going on, we need to come together. resource this week, the series Jeremiah, Hope Over the Horizon on DVD. The prophet Jeremiah was called to warn Judah that judgment was coming at the hands of the Babylonians. But we find woven through his writings is a message of hope and deliverance. These nine programs feature Bible teaching by Dr. Jeffrey Seif with special guest Dr. Michael Brown. Contact us and ask for the Jeremiah series on DVD. Our Jewish Roots is more than just a television program. See what you are missing on our social media outlets. On Facebook and Twitter, you'll find our daily Name of God devotional, current news articles, the Bearded Bible Brothers, and more. On our YouTube channel, you'll find Faith Foundations, music, interviews, 
the Bearded Bible Brothers, and more. Or find everything on our website, levitt.com. We invite you to keep in touch and join us on social media. Your donations make a program like this possible. We are bringing cutting-edge prophetic programs to our Jewish roots, and you're making it possible. Thank you so much. We thank you for your faithfulness. Right now, we take you to the inspection of the red heifer with the rabbis. Let's go there right now. We have the rabbis, big, big rabbis from the land of Israel. All came out here, heard the news from last time that we came out here. And they were dashing from excitement and ecstatic of what they heard. And we're hoping today, we just said a small prayer, we just said now, we're hoping that God will help us inspect and find the, the right red heifer, if it's one, if it's two, if it's many, as many. So we just uh, are, are about now to do the inspection. And the inspection begins. According to Numbers chapter 19, a red heifer must be without defect or blemish, nothing, and must have never been placed under a yoke. Well, these rabbis from Israel used the Mishnah, an ancient oral collection of Jewish traditions. And with those in mind, they meticulously inspect the hairs of the heifer to be precise. Not only must the cow be pure and red, but it cannot contain more than two hairs of a different color. Imagine that. The cow has to be at least three years old, never haltered, and never impregnated. These qualifications have made the search for a perfect red heifer a near impossibility throughout history. And then there's today. We, this, all this project is connected to the Temple Institute in Jerusalem. Okay. And uh, actually, Rav Dahan, somewhere there, uh, is represent the Temple Institute. He's walking the Temple Institute. Uh, a geneticist, I believe, with the Temple Institute, figured out that uh, one out of every 50,000 of the red Angus uh, is born with all red. And so they're just playing the numbers and they've been reaching out to the Red Angus Cattle Association for a few months. And uh, there's been a number of rabbinical delegations looking for these, uh, looking for the right, the right one. And uh, there is a few things that we have to solve together to I hope succeed to, to make this project of the Red Heifer, but I call it a, pro a project for us, but it's actually a project of God. So there is two issues. One issue is, first of all, to understand that there is a possibility to find Red Heifer. Something that I don't know why, but nobody thinks about it, to come to Texas to fight Byron Stinson and to ask Byron, please help us to hunt Red Heifer and to make a search all over the range and find red heifer. So first of all, is the, the, the possibility to, to know that it's possible. This is one. Now we are a uh, little in the second step because uh, after Harav uh, Hanan and uh, me was here last uh, two months ago, I think, uh, now we bring another two very, very important rabbis, Harav Dahan and Harav Rimon, that actually uh, came to see exactly 
because you know by the tradition we have few rules about the Red Heifer Festival. Everybody know, no tag in the ear or other uh, uh, tattoo or something like this. So uh, thanks to Brian in this ranch, they didn't do it to the new baby cattle. Second, we're not allowed it will be more than two uh, uh, white or black hair. So actually we, we look hair by hair to see if it's red. Third thing is connected for all the kind of sacrifice, not only for the red heifer, it's to see that the body is complete, no uh, uh, blemish, no uh, cutting, no uh, broken legs or something. So all of that they try to, to see exactly how it's scanned. The strange thing is that actually more than 2,000 years, nobody do it. We don't have sacrifice to sacrifice 2,000 years, so now uh, we back to the past and start to learn all the rules and to understand all the rules. What we read in the in the books, the old books, and today we can do it and feel it. And I hope to succeed. There's a group of rabbis that have come from Israel to find the perfect red heifer, and that matters because they want to build the third temple. They believe that if they build the third temple, the Messiah will come, but that can't start until they find a cow, a red heifer without blemish, and then they want to kill it, um, burn its ashes, mix its ashes from the springs of the Gihon Springs, that would be the closest spring to the temple, and then uh, with a special hyssop, sprinkle the water on the people at the ceremony, and then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon the people, and that's the beginning of the construction of the third temple. We know that uh, to the temple, to build the temple, and to get insight to the Mount of Moriah, we had to be pure. Uh, the big problem today is we are not pure, because all of us visit cemetery, maybe even touch dead people. Uh, so the first step is, First of all, to be pure. And to be pure, we need, first of all, the right effort. At the moment that we have the right effort, so we can continue to the next stage. Now, we don't know if we can do it tomorrow morning. Uh, let's say minimum one and a half year, because we need, our, we need the cattle to be two years and one month, it, in, the, in the third year. So we have to wait another one and a half year. But, so, you know, today to talk about uh, pure or unpure, it's something that looking some little crazy, if I can say. Uh, but yes, this is this is part of the of the redemption that we are. You know, we see the high tech, we see the the, the, the state of Israel. Uh, everything everything is changed. Everything is a miracle, and we know that there is a lot of question, a lot of things that we are not understand. We are very very uh, pleased to be here with you. Uh, you know. On one hand, uh, the red cow is something that if King Solomon, do you know the reason? But you know, it's very exciting because today people are trying to do what God tells them when they understand. To do what God tells you is also if you don't understand. Because you do what he tells you to do. And the red cow is a good uh, sign for us all the time to remember. We try to understand this and this, but also if you don't understand, the 
highest thing in our world is to do what God tells us, you understand? You don't understand. The red cow is very special because it's red also in the outside and also in the inside. Our blood is red. And it's so something that, you know, outside and inside is connected. And like this, to know God created us pure, clean. Sometimes we are doing things not the best, but inside everyone is clean and pure. And this red cow that's inside and outside is the same helps us to go another level, to be clean and pure, to be close to God, and to see all of you here. And all of us uh, believe in redemption, in Geulah. It's something so special that Vezrat uh, Hashem, please go together, will help all the world to be better world, uh, and to be closer to God, closer to Hashem. So thanks for everyone. Thank you. The purpose of the search for the red heifer is for purification purposes, eventually to purify a restored temple and for individuals to be purified themselves. No wonder they're so very excited at finally finding a suitable candidate for this extremely rare offering. We know that uh, there was uh, nine red heifer that done by the first one done by, King, by uh, Moses and then by King Solomon, and then at the second temple time, another seven. And uh, we hope that the tenth one will be the one that uh, will uh, close the, the Messiah, bring the Messiah to, to, be, to be here, and, and, and to be the, the, the staff and the second uh, uh, staff to the Temple Mount. Let, let me translate what he said. We said that we think we found we think we found the red heifer. What? Wow. But 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 we have to wait first of all because uh, the red heifer had to be three years old. Uh, perfect is a good question because this is the question we're looking for the perfect. We found red heifer. Yeah, we found that uh, we have here. 100% red heifer. If, it, if this one the perfect, we don't know, because we have another one and a half here until they will grow up. Uh, they can uh, be sick, they can die, they can maybe change the color of a uh, of few hairs. So if it's perfect, we don't know, but we, it's, it's looks, it looks good. With thoughts of rebuilding the temple, the third temple, that is, on everyone's mind there, we asked Saki if he believes we're truly living in the time of the Mashiach. What is this? We are living in modern time that nobody have. We're living with opportunity to go all over the world with no problem, just buy a ticket. Uh, we can talk rabbis and pastors and, and Jewish and Christian and Muslim. So I mean, how it looks like when the Messiah will be king? It will be something else? Those are some excited rabbi. They yes. came all the way from Jerusalem to Texas. Yeehaw! I mean, they were excited you about know, this the, effort. The Hasidim, the religious Jews, as a rule, 
put enthusiasm into worship. They're the charismatic Pentecostals of Orthodox Judaism. They really, in their mind, really had something to be excited about here, in my mind, too. They and think, oh, so they, think they found what they were looking for, right? You know, we used to have the, for, for finding Jesus, people would say, I found it. In other words, this is the step in the right direction. Well, for them, from the Temple Institute world, uh, finding a red heifer is a big step in the right direction. Huge. And it's, you know, thousands of years since they've had one. I don't know, they've been trying for years, right? They've been breeding cattle here in Texas and over in Israel, and they haven't found the one, and they're just hopeful. The emergence of the nation state of Israel has awakened sensibilities about Bible prophecy and restoration, what God is up to in the world in advance of his coming to finally and fully redeem it. And in the Jewish mind's eye, the reconstruction of a temple is significant, of course, and for evangelical Christians of various stripes, too, uh, the emergence of a temple carries a lot of baggage. Well, the Temple Institute in Jerusalem, which is where those gentlemen are from, they're all about refabricating the accoutrements of the temple, and things have already been rebuilt. Uh, people know about the tabernacle in biblical days. Well, uh, the menorah, the candelabra has been built. It's on display. The table of showbread has been built. Uh, the incense altar has been built. And if you're going to be sacrificing in a temple, just like if you have a fireplace at home, you need tools uh, for the barbecue pit. And all that stuff's been uh, refabricated according to religious Jewish specifications. It's on display. People have to go to Jerusalem, to the Temple Institute there. Here, the Temple Institute came to us because they might have the barbecue, but they don't have the beef to throw on the mm -hmm. barbecue. Lo and behold, welcome to Texas, where we do barbecue <laughs> right. But here, you know, the red heifer, they were really excited, and I was excited to be there and watch them excited. We, so we talked about this program so many times about the excitement of what we were going to say, and we were talking about these heifers, and I think they found six at the ranch total. I know we were talking about one, but they found six, and I kind of laughed about these poor little heifers must be like bubble wrapped and just hanging so no, <laughs> they don't drop, no one bites them, nothing happens to it's them. It's true, you know, getting them to Israel is going to cost a fortune. It's, it's first class and then some, you know, they're not going to be bouncing around in cargo. Fascinating program today. We're so glad for your insight. Mm -hmm. It's been great. It's time to end our program. I can't yes, believe it. and thank you very much. I did yes. very little. You do so very much. Thanks for keeping us on the air. As you go, Sha'alu Shalom Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Join us right now for additional content that is only available on our social media sites, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Visit our website, levitt.com, for the current and past programs, the television schedule, tour information, and our free monthly newsletter, which is full of insightful articles and news commentary. View it online, or we can ship it directly to your mailbox every month. Also on our website is the online store, there, you can order this week's resource, or you can always give us a call at 1-800-WONDERS.
Your donations to Our Jewish Roots help us to support these organizations as they bless Israel. Please remember we depend on tax-deductible donations from viewers like you. This has been a paid program brought to you by Zola Levitt Ministries.